Welcome to the Move Freely podcast, where you will learn skills that help you move freely in every aspect of your life. So welcome to the Move Freely podcast. And in studio today, we've got Lisa Davis, owner of Life Train with us. And why I've selected Lisa to join us, first of all, is that obviously this podcast is all about teaching people techniques that help them move freely in the different environments they find themselves in. So essentially, we want to give people freedom to feel confident and authentic to go out and own their space. So today's podcast is about the journey to self-discovery. And I thought, what a perfect topic to start out with when we're all embarking on a new journey to self-discovery, to move freely, to help us own every new situation we find ourselves in. So, Lisa, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Courtney. And what's really fun is that Lisa and I have actually been best friends for probably 17 years now. So there's a lot of history that comes behind this friendship and um, a lot of teaching. Both of us are coaches, both of us are mentors, So, and both of us probably mentor and coach each other a lot. I mean, I know I get a lot from Lisa. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so, Lise, I think before we get into our journey of self-discovery, perhaps you can tell us a little bit about you. With pleasure. Maybe about I'm... what you do. Perfect. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa. Thanks for having me, Colts. So I am a body, mind, and heart coach. And essentially what I do is create space and create experiences for people to really have a deeper understanding as to who they are through their body, their mind, and their heart, as well as a connection with spirits. I, I work with a lot of the different realms and the different aspects of self. And these four aspects of self, which I believe that if we ensure that we pay attention to all four quadrants of that within our life, then we can live this beautiful, fulfilled human experience. So through coaching with regards to the body, through the mind, so I teach meditation, mindfulness, different techniques, how to understand programming within, in the mind, as well as to understand the heart our emotions and these heartfelt experiences that we need to have because I believe that if we truly understand our emotional self, then we understand ourselves on a much better level. And then as well as the spirit self, so our connection that we have with spirit. Okay, so those four quadrants were mind, body, soul, spirit. Should I yeah, get that mind, back? body, heart, spirit, yes. Mind, body, heart, spirit. Sure. And I mean, understanding one's emotions, I know being a woman, that sounds like a bottomless pit. But <laughs> nevertheless, one we need to definitely embark on trying to understand. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So how did you get into this? What prompted you to pursue something that's not so run of the mill? You don't see a lot of people doing this kind of thing. So what was it? So I think as human beings, we all have a story. We have all, no matter whether you are the richest person in the world or somebody who lives in a state of lack, essentially all of us are having this human experience. And through this human experience, we all have a story to tell. 
And I believe that this human journey is not always the easiest. And as a young child, I had a childhood that was quite a challenging childhood and upbringing. And at the age of 21, I went through a really big aha moment of what we would call in the spiritual world is the dark night of the soul, where essentially the rug gets pulled from underneath your feet. Sounds you harrowing. <laughs> harrowing. Dark night <laughs> of the soul. <laughs> Yeah. And this is usually when people go through divorces, breakups, they lose their job. Currently, I believe that the entire earth right now and what we're going through and experiencing is a lot of people are experiencing this. And I went through mine at about the age of 21. And this led me onto a path of really wanting to get from point A to point B because the discomfort within myself and the way I felt in, with regards to my emotions and the person who I was being, I didn't like very much. And it was now being, I was now feeling that effect of who I was being projected back to me through my situations and my relationships. And through that discomfort, it led me onto this journey to want to know more, to want to have the answers to want to essentially change myself. So for the past 10 years, I've been delving really deep into different practices and essentially healing these parts of myself so that I can once again become whole. And now I spend my life doing the same and helping others. Right. And I'm sure a lot of us can actually understand that feeling of not always liking who you've become or who you are. And those moments can be enduring. They can be long, long beliefs. They can also be short beliefs. They can be split second decisions of a, a response that you've had that probably wasn't the most appropriate response. So I suppose the, the point of today is to talk about the path to self-discovery. So why do we need to why do we even need to consider this path to self discovery what does it do so i think that we can live our lives in two ways one we can live our life completely unconscious and just live our life existing or we can acknowledge that as this human being we have this innate potential to be the creators of our reality to really create a life that is filled with love, joy, abundance. And this path of self-discovery essentially that we can choose to, to walk is one of knowing that this is the, the other path that we can take, which we, we, as human beings, we want to have fun. That's what we're here to do. We're here to really enjoy life. So it's about where do we choose to be in those quadrants? You know, do we pay our bills or do we actually want to begin to unravel that onion of that person we think that we are so that we can get down to the true essence and the true purpose as to why we are here on this planet for ourselves so that we can create a life that is just filled with so much love and have experiences and relationships with people that are filled with depth and exuberance and just 
this potential is, is, is limitless for us. But we have to make that decision to want to live that type of life and to wake up to what our limitless potential is instead of walking around every single day asleep. Well, I think probably what the, the biggest constraint for a lot of people is that they don't believe that that abundance and that joy is possible for everyone. And I'm sure that for a lot of people, we think, what, what makes us deserving of this? Or, listen, I've had a hectic life. That's not possible for me. So I suppose, what would you say to someone who is in that mindset that, you know, things can't improve for me right now? What would you, what tip or hint or piece of advice would you give to them? Great question. So just going back to what I touched in the beginning, and that's why I really think it's such a beautiful, if I can call it, rites of passage when we do have difficulty in our life. Because without adversity, we don't question ourselves. So it's usually during adversity in our lives or when challenges come up, when the carpet gets ripped from beneath our feet, that we start to question things. Is this how my life should be? Is there another solution or another path that I can take? So it's all about a level of consciousness and awareness. So essentially, sometimes it can be quite tricky to say to somebody, you know, there is another option that you can take unless they're really looking for that option. So some people, a lot of people, enjoy being stuck. They like it because it means that they don't have to change. Change is really, really, really scary for people. But yeah. when we go through adversity, we are in an essence forced to change because the discomfort is so much. So when you ask me what would I say to someone who doesn't believe that they can have a life of abundance, we need to want to change our perspective. And when we want to change our perspective, we start to look outside for the answers. We start to question, one, ourselves. Do I like who I am? Is this the life that I want to live? And two, then we start questioning the world around us. Is this all that there is to life? Or is there more to life? And how do I go on that path to discover, one, who I am, and two, what is life really about? Yes, I think you're absolutely right in that there's always going to be that discomfort when change is present. And in fact, I often say this to my own students, if you are not uncomfortable, you are not growing, you are not changing. But the problem is we don't like discomfort. By virtue of the name, it's uncomfortable. We don't want to go there. And so you absolutely spot on if people aren't ready for the discomfort or sometimes the universe just whacks you and there's, there's no other way to get around it. But if you're not ready for that, you're not going to change. Okay, so I suppose what is the path to self-discovery? Fantastic question. So the path to self-discovery all really begins with this feeling or sensation inside of yourself that something has to change. So when people embark on a path of self-discovery, they're usually in a pain point 
or a point of discomfort within themselves. So, for example, when I was 21 and, and all of this stuff started happening in my life and I didn't like the person that I was and I thought there is something about me that needs to change and how do I go on that path to discover what that looks like? So it always usually starts with something happening in our lives. And then we start to question certain things. So this is how the mind and the brain begins to evolve itself. So it's as though, you know, when we are a child, we are who our parents say we are, who our environment says that we are, because it's all learned behavioral patterns. Then we go through this moment or this time in our life where we feel this discomfort or this need to change, where we begin to walk this path of self-discovery to really begin to ask, who am I? So that is the main question that we're wanting to know on the path of self-discovery. Who am I? What am I doing here? And what? why are we here? Essentially, you know, I want to know more. It's about this. It's the path of self-discovery begins with self-inquiry. And so would you say then that someone who is okay with themselves, that life is happy, life is peachy, that they can't go on a path to self-discovery because they don't see anything wrong? More often... Yes, I would say that. Let's say if people are going in their life and they're really happy and they're happy in their their job and their work and their relationships, etc. But then I would like to pose the question back to you. How many human beings are happy with all aspects of their life? No, I think Buddha only and the Dalai Lama. <laughs> and the reason why they are like that is because they went on such a deep path of self-inquiry. The only reason how they got to obtaining that enlightenment and enlightenment, you know, a guru is, you know, moving from the darkness, the guru, <laughs> moving from the darkness into the light. So in order for us to have a deeper understanding of ourselves, it's essentially that we have to go into that aspect of discomfort, which is the dark side of ourselves. And that is where this path of discovery really begins. It's like, oh, I don't like this feeling. It's uncomfortable. I don't want to go there. I don't want to see my own stuff. But I feel as though something has to change. I'm feeling a calling within myself that there's something bigger out there or I'm meant for something more. Life, life just can't be about this. Yes. Well, I know that I had something quite similar, probably when I was about 23 years old. And I know you'll, we'll re-enter this path to discovery many times over in our lives with, with the, the new cycles we go through. But I remember thinking, I was driving home from work and I got to a robot or a, a traffic light, a red traffic light. And for as far as I could see, it was this long, never-ending never road. And it was just red robot, red robot, red robot, red traffic light, red traffic light, red traffic light. And I just thought, I am in a red traffic light moment in my life. I'm going nowhere with one lone tear falling down my cheek. And I was in a terrible job. I used to clock watch. I used to will each second to go by faster. And each second felt like a minute. And each minute felt like an hour. And I thought I was just destroying myself. 
intellectually, emotionally, spiritually. And I just thought, I cannot continue like this. To wake up every day with no sense of purpose is soul-destroying. To be bored, you can't, you can't keep living a life like that. And it, perhaps that's just me. I need a purpose-driven life. And I think part of finding your purpose for life is actually pursuing that path to self-discovery. Who are you? What do you like? What are those qualities? And in fact, in another podcast, we will actually explore how to find your passion. So before we end off, I'm sure listeners are going to be thinking, okay, cool, I know I need to be on this path of self-discovery, think path of self-discovery, but how on earth do I start? What am I supposed to be doing? What does it look like? Yeah. Amazing. So every individual is different. So this is why, for instance, when I, when I look at how I've laid out my business, body, mind, heart, and spirit, essentially, when I look at the people who embark on this path of self-discovery, because when people usually contact me, it's always out of the blue, and it's always this the same type of wording where it goes, I'm not sure I'm continuing with me, but I just know that something in my life needs to change. And the first question I always ask people is, where are you feeling this discomfort? You know, where are you feeling that something needs to change? And it's usually something that has to do with, I can't deal with this discomfort of emotion or I have such deep anxiety. The second one could be, I feel really disconnected to my body. I just feel like I have so much hatred towards my body. I feel like I'm feeling no sensations in my body. Or it could be something like, I wake up every single day and there's just this overwhelming thought process that's constantly happening and it feels like my mind is just taking over. Or the fourth one could be, I feel like there's something more. I And this is usually when I know it's like this beautiful spiritual awakening that they're going on, but it's like they start to question life. What is our purpose? Why are we here? So this journey to self-discovery really starts with awareness. So it's how are you feeling and why are you feeling this way? And that is how we can begin to say, right, now that we have this awareness as to how you're feeling, where are we going to begin this journey of self-discovery? Where is the starting point for you? And the starting point is actually to admit and to own the fact that you're feeling this sense of discomfort in a certain aspect within your life. and then. What would your next piece of advice be in terms of helping them find new comfort with themselves or their lives? So it would definitely involve some form of a process of the unraveling of who it is that they think themselves to be. So it would be a process of asking, where are you in your life right now? How are your relationships? How is your business life? How are your finances? How is your mental state? It's like all of these little compartments that make up a whole. And where within those compartments are you not balanced? Where do you need to put more energy in? And then it comes down to really integrating these aspects of yourself through practices. So this journey, walking this journey of self-discovery, first of all, it's not an easy one because you really have to be 
honest with yourself and be able to own your stuff and admit and acknowledge that we are the creators of our reality, which can sometimes be hard for people, especially if they're stuck in victim mentality, if we believe that the world happens to us. It's when we want to change our lives and to walk this path of self-discovery, we have to acknowledge that we're ready to take responsibility to change the things in our life that are no longer serving us or that need to change. So it's like if somebody comes and they're unhappy in their relationship and they're like, oh, you know, I'm really in an unhappy marriage, then they have to be willing to look at that. Are they willing to maybe change the things within the relationship that they're bringing into the dynamic that may not be adding value or, you know, maybe they are bringing something into the relationship that they need to change within themselves? Or are they willing to, if they walk this path of discovery, are they willing to potentially leave that relationship? Because on this path of discovery, we change a lot. And we change because we are changing our beliefs and our conditioning around who it is that we have always believed ourselves to be since we were a child. We are beginning to literally reprogram our minds and our brains through walking this path of wanting and desiring that change within ourselves, which will impact and affect the change within our lives. So could you say that people could take a present reading of where they are in their lives in whatever quadrants they decide to choose, whether it's work, personal, relationship, whatever, and then say, how would I like it to be? What would the perfect situation be? And if there's a huge disconnect, you know that it's probably in those areas that you need to start working towards obtaining that new vision or creating that new vision of what you want it to be. Love that. So what I would do is actually write down, and we, there's so much more to just these four quadrants, but you know, there's an umbrella underneath these. This is just the umbrella. There's many more topics underneath these. But I would look at those four quadrants, you know, body, mind, heart, and your emotions. And for instance, your connection with, with spirit, if, if you would like to venture down that pathway which for me, I believe that all human beings have this beautiful connection to something bigger than us, however that may look to you. And give those a mark out of 10. So from one to 10, 10 being really happy, I wouldn't change a thing, to one being, this really needs to change. I'm so not happy. There's so much pain and discomfort in this area within my life. S-O-S. S-O-S. And then to go, right, now that I have this awareness, what is it and what are the steps that I need to start taking? But the problem here is that, you know, I often say to people, well, we know that you have a problem, but what is it that you want? And the big issue, Courts, is that people actually don't know what they want in life. Mm. And I believe that the reason why people don't know what they want in life is because they don't know themselves. So I suppose the last question before we close off is how do we get to know ourselves? Walking the path of self-discovery. Seeing where you want to be, having those aha moments. And being able to acknowledge that things in your life need to change, you know, and, 
and the having the deeper understanding that we as human beings are meant to live lives that are abundant, joyful, happy, but also acknowledging that we are always going to have our up and downs because that's the human experience. Yes. But instead of having these massive big highs, life is amazing, and these massive big falls, it's like, how can I have this deeper connection with myself to walk a journey that is more balanced, more flowing, more filled with compassion and empathy and love for myself when things are challenging and are tricky and to understand that all of these things are going to come up because we are here to learn we are here to grow and if i can tie this back to evolution you know whether you're looking at it from a spiritual perspective or a, or a very scientific perspective we are here to evolve every living organism and every living species is here to grow and evolve and this is why we face challenges in our life right so are we going to take this opportunity to learn and grow and have this awareness of what needs to change? Or are we just going to live these mediocre lives where we're unhappy? And that is the, that is the choice of the individual. Yes. So I suppose it comes down at the end of the day. Obviously, we don't want to go looking for problems that we have in our lives. But if there is a feeling of discomfort in certain areas, explore those. Don't stick your head under a rock and pretend that they'll go away because they'll go away for a short while, but they'll potentially manifest as anger, ill health, whatever it may be. So the value behind it is that you will live a far more balanced, centered and healthy life and joyful life. Mm, absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on teaching us how to embark on this journey to self-discovery and what it's really about. So for all of you listening out there, good luck. If you ever have any questions, you can contact either myself or Lisa. I will be including Lisa's hashtags, emails, whatnot in the links below so you can keep an eye out for those. Thank you. Thank you.